0: welcome to the Lot pop talks podcast i am your host tyree wilson and whether you are a man or a woman who is either married separated standing for your marriage or divorced, this podcast is here to support you i had to stop with the uh with social media for a while you guys i had to deactivate my facebook account i think i was on twitter for a little while um I had to do, I had to deactivate that. I actually had like two Facebook accounts and um, I'm pretty sure if you look me up on Tyree Wilson on Facebook, the dude with the glasses and dredge, you'll probably find me in there somewhere with probably like two or three accounts. Um, But there's only one Tyree Wilson that uh, will lead you to me. So hopefully you guys find that. However, when I was fighting for my marriage, I had to not only prove to Tiffany that I was serious about the changes that I needed to make as a man, but I had to show and prove to myself that the changes that were happening within me were not temporary. Okay, so don't get me wrong. I still had my YouTube account. Um, I had a LinkedIn account. I was still in school at the time, but as far as other websites and, and, and social media platforms, I had to back away from those. Friend requests, private messages, secret Facebook groups, all of those things were used by me. You know, some people believe that social media is the evil, you know, the enemy or something like that. Kind of like, oh, what's a good example? Kind of like picking up a hammer, you know, a hammer, depending on who has it can be something that helps build fix or it can destroy it's all about the person and how they use it that is what i totally believe however i do understand this that when social media let's use facebook for example when that when the algorithm and the way that people use facebook the platform itself and those who help develop facebook know and totally understand that there's a there's a a rhythm to it there's a there's a series of post um pictures like i said private facebook groups groups of people that you will connect with and the site will show you that so basically how you use the site they pick up on that like how fast you click on a page how fast do you click the like how fast do you comment if you even bother to comment And that's why Facebook has gotten as big as it is, because it was a platform created to validate your feelings. That is what it was built for. And through the validation of your feelings, they have created resources for you. Like I said, the Facebook groups, the friends, the family, the memes, the the gifts or gifs, whatever the heck they call them. And those things were all meant to either coddle you or motivate you or compare your life to others or force you to compare your life to others so as far as like feelings and all that go the system doesn't really care about your feelings it just uses them and sometimes if you uh, like myself if you're not careful with what you use or how you use these platforms. You could be the worst person that is on that platform, not anyone else. You could be the very thing that's making um, life a little harder for other people or you could be making life harder for yourself. And for me, I was making life harder for myself when I was enthralled with the enemy, trying to find validation and justification for the things that I was doing. I found people, groups of people, uh, a good number of people, you guys, in my own city who Gave me a big pat on my back, made me feel good or safe about the way that I felt. And I never had to worry about being judged because we were all doing the same thing. We were all paying each other attention online. We were all talking to one another about our spouses. We were all talking about how life sucked for us or we used it as an escape to a fantasy world. Never had to feel the conviction of God and God's word. And I'm telling you right now, you guys, I had a grand time. Your boy had a good time, real good time as long as I was online, because when it was time for me to go back to my regular life for however many hours a day or every minutes per encounter with other people, besides outside of playing basketball and being with my kids, I probably went right back online to foster the relationships that I had built. And I I wanted to nurture those relationships because I felt like they were a part of my world. I felt like that world was coming with me everywhere I went. So I felt good for a moment. And before I knew it, things had gotten like too far. I started coming across communities of people that I would start to see out in the real world living a, a double life. There's one online, and then there's the the life that they actually live. And I'm not going to get specific with names and, and people and all of that, because that's not really my place to, um, to go in on things like that. But if you don't know by now, there is an ugly underbelly to social platforms. However, we're only talking about the way that I used it. And I'm bringing this up to you because rather you come across people who can help you, or not. The people on that platform, the things that you are looking up and you are liking and sharing, subscribing and and validating and all of that, those things are only there because they help your feelings. Um, They help to quell your feelings, to coddle them, like I said, or they're there to validate the way that you think and or feel. And sometimes what you think or feel At any given time, especially when the enemy is involved, can be a huge problem for you. So when I use social media or when I decide to leave, this is what I did. I deleted my account. And, you know, when you're online, you can delete your account, but it's never like truly gone. In fact, uh, most of the time you'll probably find out that you can just reactivate your page. And it's so you're not you're never really gone. So that's a good lesson to learn Um, for guys who are doing the most online. Men, if this is you, you've impressed women, you've sent like, you know, nude photos, you know, for the women who are listening, for the guys who are listening, you've sent some explicit photos over the net. Congratulations. You're on the Internet forever. They're there. I don't care who you are or how many times you hit the delete button and how far you go to clean out your computer when the Internet, when these mobile services and your laptop have your information and your photos and things that incriminate you. It's if someone was motivated or scorned. They could expose you. And that's just the that's the ugly truth. People can expose you. That's, you know, unless you're one of those people who don't care about how you feel or how you come out or how you look to other people, that's conversation for another day, but your information is on the internet forever. Forever. I had to get away from social media in order to to do a couple things. One, finding new people that I did not personally know, so all I could get from them was what they were trying to teach me what they wanted to teach me. An example of that is following um, a few YouTubers. I, I followed one guy for fashion. I followed another one for business. I followed another one for how to be a better man. I followed one for uh, my spiritual meditation. I found one to get the the word of God. So I, I think I subscribed to about uh, anywhere between five to eight pages at the time to kind of rebuild myself up, as a man here on Earth, what is a what is a real man? What do what do men do? And I, you know what's funny? It's because during that time, this is really before um what men would call like you know the the or women would call the Me Too movement or MGTOW. This was way before any of that, or at least it was before it was brought up to my level of consciousness and awareness. All I wanted to learn was how to basically tie a tie. You know, I wanted to learn how to present myself as someone with confidence, how to, how to speak to different people for different situations. An example, like speaking to my children, how to speak to my wife, how to speak to my elders, how to speak to a prospective client, how to speak to my boss, how to speak to a, uh, how to speak to Uh, school counselor or or the dean of my school i i paid attention to all of those things some point in your life listener you have got to update the people that you listen to and if that includes me then you know what i encourage it at some point you have to update your friends list you have to update the people that you're subscribed to you have to update and upgrade the level of of chatter and noise and teachings and mentorships that people are pretty much shoveling in your face every single day you've got to you've got to be willing to do that and interact with those people don't just be a listener reach out reach out to those people ask questions like you guys do with my email like you guys do with the youtube channel and what you guys do um you know, for the podcast and on my Facebook page, and I do encourage you guys to send in, hit, click that link in the description to send in the description box to send in a voice message. It's faster. It's more personable. And I will respond to you by voice message on the, uh, <laughs> on the podcast. It will, uh, it's, it's a great way to interact and to show people that, you know, we're out here and we're listening and we're learning from one another and we're willing to encourage each other for the benefit of what God wants in our life. What God wants for us, you know. When I did that, I didn't I didn't focus on how exactly to do everything perfectly. I don't think that's important. You don't need to worry about how to do everything in perfectly. I think if you do a little bit of something and you like gain from it, like a little a couple percent. Better than what you were the day before, the week before, the month before. That's a good pace, and it's it's a positive way to grow who you are as a as a person. Because it's not only about your marriage; it's about how you carry yourself, how you think of yourself, how you um, self coach yourself, how do you how you learn to listen to that that inner voice, or maybe you learn how to change that inner voice. All of those things come from social media. Because I'm telling you, the level of delicacy and and delicacy (laughs) the level of acute i think that's the word i'm looking for acute discernment and acute messaging that social media brings to your life they have a good idea those platforms have a good idea of what it is that interests you that move you and can get you to start thinking one way or another. Um, a uh, not too great example, but it would be like, say you're watching one of my podcast episodes or videos. Um, now me personally, I will go in and I will update to for YouTube to show you guys a video that I think would be best for you. Now I did not pick the video. YouTube picks the video. So When you are seeing a recommended video from me, it's because YouTube believes that's the video you should probably watch next. And to support your boy, I say, go ahead and click that button. (laughs) But the platforms are always thinking about what it is that you want to see, because that is how they thrive. That is why they've made the money that they've made. They want to see you. They need you to stay on their platform and they don't care what they need to show you as long as your eyeballs stay on their pages. I quit social media because I was embarrassed. Too many people that I personally knew knew about me and my online life. And to get over the embarrassment and the shame of disrespecting my household, to get over the shame and embarrassment of having a wife who had no problem letting everyone else know that she was done with me. That bothered me. And again, um, if you guys have listened to the last podcast, I shut away a version of myself. When I talk about my nerdy self saving the marriage, I shut away my best self so that the people around me didn't have every part of me to judge. I just, I, that was my way of keeping control of the fallout and keeping control of the situation. That's something that I, 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 wanted to do, but I wanted to keep the focus on reconnecting with Tiffany and reconnecting with my girls. And then to really stop relying on the voices and the false teachings of people who are doing this platform, who are doing this social media thing for entertainment. I am entertained. Don't get me wrong. On certain pages, I'm entertained by certain things, but I know I'm being entertained. And then there's a moment where you know you're being entertained and there's nothing wrong with that. But then when all you're doing, when people are are willing to give up a part of themselves, are willing to show out on social media, which is really rampant now, nowadays. And I'm talking like, you know, three years later after our restoration, people are willing to do anything. They're recording everything for social media and they're throwing it up online because they want to be entertaining. The power of your phone, the power of your tablet, the power of your laptop or computer. Guys, ladies, if you're listening, that thing in your hand the thing that you're using to watch me right now is a very, very powerful medium. It can reach people. It, it And if you're not careful with it. You could be damaging not only your listeners or people who are entertained by you. You could be damaging yourself. All for the sake of the popularity or the likes or to see that heart shape emoji pop up on your screen social media tries to do, uh, you know, like Instagram, they said, well, we remove likes from our posts so that people, because it was getting really bad for people who are content creators and people who like Instagram models and fitness gurus and all those other guys, because it really messes with your head. It messes with a content creator's head. If I don't have a lot of likes, it must mean, it clearly means no one likes my stuff. And I learned that to not be true because I've The messaging and the emails and the side conversations that I have with some of you out there far exceed someone clicking the like button. You like it. That's great. I'm happy. Keep clicking it because it helps the videos reach a broader audience. So if you're getting we're at the 16 minute mark, click the like button or give me a rate over on iTunes and it will expand the reach, the organic reach of the, vid- of the podcast. I quit social media because it was time for me to not be entertained. It was time for me to learn. It was time for me to be led. It was time for me to actually hear the word of God and then do the work he has required of me to do. At the same time, giving him the praise the entire time. Because if I was too busy ingesting everyone else's entertainment and knowledge and pointless chattering, I would have only kept using social media to continue to validate my feelings of despair as I continue fighting for my marriage. Because looking online and seeing so many happy people in their in their relationships and wondering what's what, what did I where did I go wrong in mine and who's got the magic answer and who can I speak to? It didn't help. It didn't help because I only spoke to people that fit my feelings at that time. I only wanted to speak to those people. Instead of allowing God to. Allowing myself to accept what God was trying to teach me, what God was trying to say to me. There are a lot of people who message me or people who listen to the podcast or actually people who who don't listen to the podcast, just people out in social media, because I use it a little differently now um, out in social media. And there are a lot of people who are saying, I don't hear or see God in any of this. That's because sometimes God does not answer... He doesn't... He's not going to speak to you through social media. He can, but he may not. And sometimes the message that we get from God isn't the one that we want. It isn't the one that we want. It's not the one that we're used to. It's not the one that helps us feel good about anything. So that's why some people say in the Bible. We take, you know, don't take... They don't say it in the Bible, but some people take parts and pieces of the bible you know what i'm saying they take parts and pieces and they keep and they in a they, they don't tell the full story or they don't know the whole story and this is kind of why um being religious especially as christian it gets a bad rap because some people can if if people were to pay attention they do see the um uh, the back and forth and then and not being so uh uh Studious and descriptive with what the Bible says and does and, and, and explain how it works Because to really study the Bible It takes time and understanding and wisdom You had to have tried some things You had to have done some things You had to have gone through some things To apply the word of God In your life And see how it can take you to another level Even amongst The muck and the shame And the despair and the envy And the, and the lust The Bible helps you. But you have to know how to use it. You have to know how to call upon it. And the things that you don't understand, just ask about those who know the Bible or those who know just a little bit more than you just ask. No one, no one should be ashamed to ask any questions about the Bible for any clarification. You should not be afraid of that. But understand, too, that for some of the things that we feel or some of the things that we're going through. There are versions of there's word in the Bible that go against what you thought to be the right thing. (laughs) And as I'm telling you this now, I mean. I could tell you right now, Proverbs 18. Chapter 18, verse one. Whoever isolates himself. Seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. Depending on how you feel about that message, I could be very well just be talking to myself. To isolate myself means I don't want to have to deal with anybody. And for a while, that's what it felt like. I was isolating myself. I isolated my feelings and my thoughts by finding only the people who spoke what I thought was Sound invalidating. Don't fall into this trap. If you are a standing spouse, I'm telling you not to fall into this trap. Be careful when you feel like God isn't seeing or doing or moving in a way, or you feel like the enemy is attacking you. Be careful not to isolate yourself to that point where only your voice or the voice of people who agree with you is the voice that you're listening for. If you are standing f- for your marriage, Give grace, give yourself grace, give your prodigal spouse grace, because you may notice this about your husband or you may notice this about your wife. If they've isolated themselves, it's because they're trying to hear themselves for a while. They want to hear themselves. Is it a sin for a person to be alone and to want to hear them on their own selves for a while? Maybe I'm not entirely sure. But. God doesn't make mistakes. If that person wants to be alone, if your wife or husband or ex-wife or ex-husband or whatever may so have you wants to be alone. And they do things alone. Don't feel like it's an attack against you because it isn't. All you can do and what would be good for the both of you is to simply pray that in their isolation they find the peace to hear the voice and the word of god in their ears godly conviction brings change worldly conviction brings death that's going to do it for today's episode you guys if you haven't already click the like share subscribe Rate on iTunes, post, share this podcast wherever you can. As always, you guys have a wonderful day or night, wherever you are. God bless, and I'll see you next time. Hey, my listener, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Lot Pop Talks. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast and website over at www.tyrewilson.com. When you visit and subscribe, you get a free seven day prayer devotional journal for you to keep. If you want to work one on one with me, you only need to email me, DM or message me and I will get in contact with you about how we can get started. Have a great rest of your day and God bless.